Matthew 7, 21, Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you so much that you're preparing us to stand before you. We realize, Lord, that we might leave here even before you get here. So either way, we're going to stand before you, and you're going to say the truth to us. And right now, you care. Well, you, you care all the time, but you care, and you want us to know what's coming. You want to tell us things to come. So on that day, we're prepared for what you have to say. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. You're so good to us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. He is so good to us, and he wants us to know things to come. On that day, that's why he's telling us the whole word of God is a prophecy. He said, many on that day, not everyone on that day who says, not everyone who calls him Lord is going to enter into the kingdom, but those who do the will of my father. So in other words, those who agree with him. Are you in agreement with him? Are you in agreement with the man, God? who you want to move in with? Are you in agreement with Jesus? And if you're in agreement with him, then of course you're going to move in with him. When my son was born, he was born with a birth defect. And God told me I would see him healed. And when it took so long, I said, what is going on? Why is this taking so long? And he said, as you change your life to live it my way, you'll see your son healed. And so in learning what that meant is we have to be in agreement. Just like if you're going to move in with him, you have to be in agreement with him. That means you change how you lived before to live like him. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, it's a lifestyle change. You don't live the way you lived before. Now you live this new life. If you want those blessings, then you have to live in his kingdom. That's where they are. His blessings are in his kingdom. In Deuteronomy, he said, if you fully listen, if you take heed to the, Lord, to the Lord's voice, then all these blessings are going to come on you and overtake you. But if you just ignore him, if you don't acknowledge him, then those blessings aren't yours to have because it, they're for those who are going to live in his kingdom. And we're living in his kingdom right here and right now. Jesus said, the kingdom of God isn't here nor there, but it's within you. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, his kingdom is inside of you. You're living with him right here and right now, even on the earth. And so then when you live with him here and now, and you're in agreement with him now, then you're going to move in with him when you leave here. So he said, as you learn to live your life my way. And so it, it's a learning process to live in the kingdom of God. And wherever you are in that process when he comes, if you are doing the will of the Father, what you know to that point, then you're going to be in agreement with him and you're going to be able to live with him. But if you know what to do and you hadn't been doing it, if you grew up to the place where he required more of you, to whom much is given, much is required. And so when you're, when you're starting out and you just know a little and you start doing that little, then God is going to start showing you more things. He's going to start correcting you, cleaning you up. Jesus said to the disciples, you're clean already because of the word that I have given you. When you look at the word of God, which is a requirement, it's your responsibility to do 
when you come into an agreement with him, when you get engaged with him, um, before you get married, you're coming into agreement with him and you're taking that time to get to know that person that you want to marry. We are the bride. Jesus is the groom and he's coming and he's preparing us with this revelation knowledge. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and that revelation is going to come to you. You're going to have that knowledge that you need to know what you need to do, to know the requirements. And so not only being blessed here, not only seeing my son heal, but as I started learning to live my life his way, I started living in freedom. Freedom from sin. So many people think that we're just naturally going to live in sin because we're, we're naturally just that way, but that isn't true. When you're born again, you have God's spirit living on the inside of you, and he's not going to lead you to sin. He's going to lead you in righteousness. He's going to clean you up, and that's what's happening. He's teaching you how to live in his kingdom. So that's why on that day, he said, not everyone who calls me Lord, you might be calling him Lord, but have you been faithful or have you been unfaithful? Have you known what to do and you're not doing it? Then you're unfaithful. And that person, he's going to say, I didn't know you. We weren't in agreement. You might be calling me Lord. You might be doing good works. You might be religious, right? But you didn't do what I told you to do. You didn't grow up. You know, people say, I'm not perfect. And he's not asking you to be perfect in that sense. He's not asking you to not make mistakes. He's asking you to trust him, to believe him. And when you believe him, then you're going to do what he was doing. You're going to be like him. And so when he says, be perfect as your father is perfect, he's saying, grow up. It's our responsibility to grow up. You don't want your kids to be babies all their lives. You want them to grow up. And when they grow up, you give them more and more responsibility and you expect more from them. If you have a three-year-old and you have a 13-year-old, you're going to expect a whole lot more from that 13-year-old than the three-year-old. So if you've just asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, God isn't going to expect as much of you as he's going to expect the one who has asked Jesus to come live on the inside of them for a long, long time. And that person who knows what to do, who has grown to a place in God, is expected to do much. That person has a greater responsibility than the babe in Christ, we call him. If you just got born again, we call you a baby because that is what you are. But God doesn't want us to be babies forever. We need to grow up. And by growing up is we seek his way of doing and being right, seeking his kingdom, learning how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth. And then we're preparing to meet up with him when we leave here or when he comes. And so you don't want him to say, get away from me. I never knew you. You practice lawlessness to, to whom much is given, much is required. He's expecting you to go from being a baby to be, being a, an adult. He said, if you believe, you'll lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, right? He said, you'll speak in other tongues. He said, you're going to do what I was doing and even greater things. And he wasn't kidding. And he needs the workers to go and to do his work. And so when you know what to do and you slough it off and you just put it aside, 
He's going to say, away from me, I never knew you. You who practice lawlessness. He's not kidding around. He's serious. When he comes, we're all going to be called out. And so you want to get it right now. Revelation 3.19, he said, I correct those I love. Who I dearly and tenderly love, I correct them. So I'm like, Lord, correct me. I want to be right with you. You know, at first you think, well, I can't lay hands on the sick and cast out demons, but you got to let them grow you up to get to that place. And I didn't say I got there yet. I'm still working on changing my life to live it his way. I get stuck. I do, and I need him to help me, and so do you. He's preparing us for eternity. From the time you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he starts getting you ready to live with him. You're engaged to be married, and he expects you to be faithful to him. But we have all these excuses. We listen to the devil lie to us. God is asking us to get out of our diapers and get going and do his work. He's coming. And we're oblivious to that very fact. We're just still playing around. We're playing house. And he's saying, come on, where are the workers? The harvest is plenty. Where are the workers? They're still messing around with sin that they were set free from. That's what he's saying to us today. He's saying, come on, get it together. I'm coming. You're calling me Lord, but you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven because you're not obeying me. So many people I run into, Christians and not, born again and not. Oh, yeah, I'm ready anytime I want to get out of here. They have no idea what they're talking about because when you stand before him, he's going to judge you. And so you want to judge yourself now. Get on your knees now. My message is tell people, Jesus is coming. He said, individually, get on your knees and find out what you need to do to prepare. And people are just like, I'm good. I know I'm going. You don't know that until you get on your knees and find out. I didn't know that what he was calling me to do, doing these videos, was mandatory. I don't know. I had some dumb, some dumb idea. and Maybe you have the same idea that it's if you want to. It's not if you want to. We're all called. He chooses those who obey him. Those who answer the call, those are the chosen. Those who answer, those who obey him. Yeah, he's going to choose. There's going to be a line. I always see this line when I read Matthew 7, 21 through 23. And some of them are going to be arguing, but Lord, we did this. We did these good works. And the very people that tell me that you can't work to get to heaven are the very ones that are thinking that their work is enough. That that's how they're going to get there, but they're completely disobeying the word of God. And so your work that you think that someone else is doing because they're obeying God is the very thing that um, is holding you back. You're thinking your works. You're thinking saved by grace. If you're saved by grace, then you believe. And if you believe, you obey. And if you don't obey, Jesus said, you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So you got to get that straight. It's not the work that gets you to heaven. It's the obedience, the obedience to the work that he gives you, the job, the assignment, the mission that he gives you is exactly what he's talking about. You who practice lawlessness, you who knew what to do, and you're not doing it away from me. (laughs) And they're calling him Lord. And then on top of it, They're arguing, but we did this, and we did that, and we thought you were right with you, but were you too prideful to get on your knees 
and say, Lord, what do I have to do to be ready? I'm afraid. I'm afraid, and I think everyone should be afraid because that fear keeps you on top of it. Being afraid that you're not going to make it is being humble and saying, Lord, tell me what to do. Correct me every day. Get on your knees every day and say, Lord. And it's not one thing. You don't get on your knees one time and say, what do I need to do to be ready? You get on your knees daily and say, okay, I did this. What's next? I did this. What's next? The workers are few and the harvest is plenty. He's going after the lost sheep, the lost sheep, and he needs you to help him. That's what he's doing. He is. And so if you're not for him, you are against him. If you're not living in his kingdom now, you're not going to move in his kingdom when you leave here. You're not. If you're not doing the little you know to do, then he's not even going to show you the greater thing to do. So you got to start where you are. I like to talk about my mom because she said, Lord, I want to go. I'm 80 some years old. I think she was 83. And she said, I want out of here. I'm done. And he said, you got to get ready. You have to do this first. You have to fix your love walk. And so it can be anywhere from, yeah, your love walk to raising the dead, whatever he's asking you to do. That is your assignment. What he's, whatever he's asking you to do and you don't do it is sin. But I'm human. Yeah, you are, but you have Jesus, a supernatural being, living on the inside of you, and you can do all things. He will strengthen you to walk away from that sin. And that sin is attached to you. It's the enemy to bring you down, to take you to hell. And so you want to get rid of it. So I wanted to also say Revelation 3.20, Jesus said he is knocking at the door of your heart. And if you heed his voice, he will come in. And so it's not just a ticket to heaven. You don't just ask him to come live on the inside of you and then think, that you said the prayer, and now you can live any way you want. No, you have to heed his voice. If you want to live with him, you have to be in agreement with him. So would you say that prayer with me? Would you ask him? Would you commit to him? Would you get engaged to him and get ready to be married to him? Would you be faithful to him? You got to be faithful to him. Why would you get married knowing you're going to get a divorce? Why would you get engaged knowing you don't agree? or you're not willing to put that effort into that relationship. Jesus isn't religious. He's a relationship. So many people say, I'm not religious. Yes, you are. You're exactly religious when you practice something that you think is right and it's wrong. That's being religious. Jesus is the Son of God, the Son of Man. He is a person. He is a relationship. He's not a religion. He's not. And so... If you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, then you're committing to him. You're engaged. You're going to get married to him. And so you're going to be faithful to him. And when you get engaged with something, with someone, you're being a part of them. And he's asking you to be a part of his quest. He's asking you to live in his kingdom and to do his work, to grow up from being a baby to being an adult and to do his work. And so if you want to make that commitment, if you want to make that commitment, then I want to say that prayer with you. He gave up his life for you. He said, if you call on his name, you'll be saved. So it doesn't matter what religion you think you are or Jew or whatever you are. It doesn't matter. It's a relationship. He's God. It's heaven. It's hell. It doesn't matter what church you go to 
or what you think you believe, because now you're going to change your opinion to match his opinion. That's what's going to happen if you are faithful to him. When you get married, you change. You, 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 you come together. You come in agreement. You decide you're going to agree. And that's what it is when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. So if you want to agree with him, let's do that. Jesus, we want to come in agreement with you. We want to be a part of what you're doing. We want to be accepted by you. And so we just come before you. We humble ourselves before you and we agree with you. We're asking you to teach us, correct us, and show us how to fit into your kingdom. And then show us what you're calling us to do. We want to be a part of what you're doing. We don't want to be babies for very long. We want to grow up and to do your work. And we want to help you to prepare for your return. We want to help you, you find those lost or bring those lost sheep in. I'm sure you already found them. You want us to help you bring them in and we're willing and we're obedient. We're asking you to come live on the inside of us and change us. Help us to be like you. Grow us up. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. I hear God saying he has a word. What is it, Lord? He's saying he's coming to us as our God. And he's asking us to be his children, to be his faithful children. And he said, great is your reward. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. And those promises are true. Take hold. Take hold. Hang on to me and never let go. And you will see your reward. Those blessings will be full and overflowing. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good to us. He's so good. I just love it when he has things to say. He actually is never without anything to say. But I love it when he gives me that word when I'm talking to you. He's so good. He's so in love with you, and I can feel it. And that's what I love about him. He's so caring. He's so kind. He's so compassionate. So if you said that prayer for the first time, John 1, 1 says he is his word. So you have to get to know him and hurry because the time is short. And then when you get to know him, you get to know him by looking at his word. And then he will start manifesting himself to you. It says in Corinthians, he'll start showing you his thoughts. You'll have the mind of Christ. He'll teach you and grow you up and send you out even. He's coming. The time is near. He has a lot to do. And so he needs a lot of cooperation. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.